I'm going to give you just a slice of a case, a kind of problem situation that a person might very easily identify with out there today. Here's how it begins. No, I won't. So don't ask me again. But Sally, how can I do anything about it if you don't tell me what's wrong? If you don't know Robert D. Jones, then that makes it all the worse. But how can I? I just walked into the door from work and I found you this way. How could I possibly know? Well, it didn't start today. You're so insensitive about my feelings. You probably haven't even noticed how you've made me suffer all week long. Buried in your newspaper, watching your favorite TV shows. How could you know? You don't care anything about me. Just so I'm here to have sex, make your meals, keep house, wash the clothes, you're happy. That's all that counts. Well, I'm through. See if you can find out for yourself. Maybe that'll make you pay a little more attention to me. Honey, we're Christians. We shouldn't act like this. Christians, yes. I'd like to know where your Christianity has been all week long. Anything like that ever happen in your home? Anything like that ever happen to you? Have you ever been the one who acted that way toward your husband? Have you ever been the husband who tried to respond to that kind of treatment? Both what we see in the husband and what we see in the wife here are very typical. I think maybe as you heard that you recognized a number of things right away. Let me try to analyze what's going on here. First of all, there's a lot of clamming up going on in which the wife has been holding in bitterness and resentment for a long while. She talks about here at least a week and he hasn't even noticed how she's been suffering all week long. Well, she's been suffering all week long. Whose fault is it? He may have been doing wrong things and that's his fault. But if she didn't tell him a good while ago, that's her fault. It's not his responsibility to know what's going on down inside of her heart. God looks on the heart. Man looks on the outward appearance. The only thing we can know about another person is what he tells us about his insides by what he says and what we see him do on the outside by his behavior. If there are other things happening down inside, the only way anyone will ever know is if somebody opens up and shares it. So the wife's fault here has been communication. She has been bitter, growingly getting bitter and bitter each day this week and perhaps for a good while before that. And now all of a sudden, something else has happened, whatever it may have been, it's almost irrelevant what it was at this point. Something finally happened which was the straw that broke the camel's back and so she clammed up completely. Wouldn't talk, wouldn't let him know what was wrong, trying somehow or other to get him to give attention. He, on the other hand, probably has been insensitive as she charges him with being. If all he is interested in is his newspaper, watching favorite TV shows, sex, eating the meals, and so on. Then, of course, he's been 
terribly remiss as a husband and as a leader of his home. This husband should have been planning things that brought joy and happiness to his wife, that brought pleasure and excitement in the home, that put her first before even his TV shows, and that made her feel like she was someone for whom he cared. So from both sides of this picture, things are wrong. Things need to be dealt with. How can this whole pattern change? Is there any hope for this family, or is it going to get worse and worse and worse? Well, the first thing I want to suggest to you is that whenever a family is in a situation like this, unless both parties eventually can come to the place where they find they are able to sit down and resolve problems together from the Word of God, they are usually in a communication bind, a communication dilemma. You see, because they don't know how to communicate with each other, because the wife has never learned how when things are going wrong right away to begin to talk about problems, as it says in Ephesians 4.26, be angry, yet do not sin, do not let the sun go down on your anger. How to, how to breast those problems, how to get them out, how to share them with her husband, how to deal with them, because she's never learned how to do that. She has kept things sealed up inside, which have begun to ferment and eventually bubble up into this kind of response in which she tries to get even and spitefully makes it impossible for her husband to respond. Well, she's going to have to learn how to do that, and unless she has learned how to do that, the chances are that even the attempts that she will make will again fail. The husband is so insensitive on the other side because he is interested basically in himself and his own interest if her accusations are anywhere near target that he hasn't learned how to meet her needs or how to get through to her or how to talk to her. And so from his side, communication is not going to be started either. Yes, there's hope. If these two people go to a pastor who knows how to counsel from the Word of God, and let me say a word about that today. More and more pastors are becoming concerned about their obligation to meet the needs of their people, and they're studying long and hard in these questions. Hundreds of pastors have already studied with us at the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. Many, many others are standing in line waiting to get in for training. In fact, we have a, a waiting list of over a year right now for pastors to come. We also have published many, many books and pamphlets which have been available for pastors and even materials to use in the actual counseling process itself. And these are all available, and many counselors are availing themselves, many pastors are availing themselves of these uh, materials. Our whole organization has been aimed at one purpose, making the pastor and other Christian workers, but particularly the pastor, capable and able to do his job of counseling well. My suggestion is, is that you find your pastor, uh, you probably will find your pastor if he's an evangelical man who loves the Word of God and who is up on what's going on in counseling today, you'll find him not only willing and anxious but ready and able to help you to deal with these problems. If he's unable, then maybe you need to ask him to refer you to another pastor who is able. There is somebody near you, there usually is, who can help you out of this mess. But usually it's going to take a third party. Somebody because communication is broken down and because you need communication to deal with the communication problem, that's the communication dilemma, you see, you're going to need somebody who can get the communication flowing once more or for the first time. And that usually involves some counseling. It need not take a lot of sessions. We don't work longer than 12 weeks with anyone at our counseling center, no matter what the problem, how serious it may be. 
Most people get out in eight weeks or less. And in a problem like this, often, the situation may be radically changed in three or four weeks, and in about six weeks, dramatically different. And so there's a lot of hope, but it's going to take somebody holding both parties to their biblical responsibilities, neither to clam up nor to be unconcerned, but to learn to understand a wife or a husband. And when they begin to do this, quickly the change can take place, and dramatically. Lord, we pray that you'll work with families today that are in this situation, that are having critical problems of communication, that you'll raise up pastors all over this country who know and who are able to how, know how and are able to solve problems. And may people turn to those pastors and find those answers. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.